Are you conforming to the norms or living beyond the norms? This is 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. As a society, we have come to accept abnormal norms of dysfunction as an acceptable standard of living. We have become a global community with a high tolerance for violence, divorce, abuse, poverty, and continuous downward spiral of our youth. The media and the government does little to impact the change we need to restore our families, communities, and global society. Back to the positive end of the norm spectrum. To restore values and standards for positive global success. It's on us as individuals to bring our unique talents to the global stage and create a sustainable, real-time, adaptable solutions. It's time for a new generation of thinkers to rise up and help the next generation develop a new way of thinking, new mindset towards living beyond these negative norms. It's time to awaken our awareness and look within us for the solutions to all our issues and create a new world order of love, peace, abundance, and positive collaboration position us for success and influence, to live extraordinarily beyond the norms that so heavily subdue us. It's time to live beyond the norms and break the cycle from the bottom up. It's time for a new generation of thinkers to rise up and help the next generation. Are you conforming to the norms or living beyond the norms? This was 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Welcome, 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 welcome to 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Welcome, welcome once again to my podcast. Welcome to today's episode of 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Super, super grateful and excited to have you guys here today. I am the Metspa professor. My name is Dr. Oyinko Salajinodu. I am the host of 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Today, we're going to be talking about building, building by faith or strategy, the God difference. Okay, so one thing that I have always been very, very open about is sharing that you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I'm a faith-based business owner. I'm a, I'm a Christian entrepreneur. But does this stop me from having the struggles that every other person has to face? I would say no. <laughs> it actually makes it very interesting for me, you know, being a business owner, being a Christian, and having to try to balance my faith and doing business the right way and having to learn certain strategies that allows me to prosper in business. And sometimes when we learn those strategies, some things might not really fully align with the things that we learn in, I will, I don't want to say in church, but I want to say um, based on our faith work, right? So when you're working with God and you're doing certain things um, as a Christian or as a woman of faith, as a person of faith, you kind of have to 
understand how to strike a good balance. One thing I do believe is God definitely wants us to prosper because the Bible says, I wish above all things that you prosper as your soul prospers. And so interestingly, I find myself in an industry that is full of vanity. I thrive in the vain industry, which is the med spa world, the world of body transformations, uh, beauty, beauty procedures, and so many things that some fanatics would say does not truly portray you as a Christian. But I'm like, no, no, no. You have this all twisted upside down because, you know, as much as God created us in his image and he wants us to be fully satisfied in the personality and all of the assets that he has endowed us with, I believe that he also, you know, created science and technology to allow us to maintain, to, to do certain things to help keep us um, the way that we truly want to be like and to actually help us um, make certain changes that sometimes without these um assistance or assistive methods or all of the things that we're able to tap into in the industry uh, when we talk about cosmetic surgery and the likes then you know there's certain people that would not have a good quality of life and of course we know that the aesthetic part of it is more about what we truly desire to accomplish with our bodies and to each his own we're not here to judge i'm never here to judge but i absolutely absolutely love the beauty industry i absolutely love the med spa industry in fact i believe that the med spa and the beauty industry are god's real you know it's part of god's expression of how he truly wants us to care for and represent ourselves to be able to adorn ourselves properly to be able to care for ourselves properly of course you know pop culture and social culture and traditional and whatever evolution of human beings have taken all of these things to another level but that's another podcast for another day today we're talking about business strategies building by faith or strategy and having the God factor in your business. Um, so for me, this is what I think, or th not what I think, this is what I know. And this is what I've experienced. There are certain principles in the Bible that as a Christian, I have committed to abiding by. There are certain schools of thoughts that will tell you that, okay, you pay your tithe is just you giving your money away to someone in the church who really is not going to do anything to help you. But I beg to differ that me paying my tithe and just doing the needful as a child of God is a principle that I believe strongly helps to fundamentally improve the quality of life that I live. It helps to guide and it actually helps to give me a sense of achievement in all the areas of my life you know it's um it's gone beyond something that my parents introduced me into i have found it for myself to be true and it works for me and i abide by it so you know when you're in the marketplace and you're applying certain principles to your business you get a lot of um you get a lot of mixed emotions and thought processes but i say this to each his own but for me i believe that there's certain principles that as christians we abide by in our business and it actually helps us be more productive it, it helps us be more profitable in our venture now let's talk about how 
being in the marketplace and doing your business actually parallels the principles that God actually lays out for us as Christians. Because some Christians might want to take this to the extreme and assume that God is just going to bless you and is just going to, no, 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 no. As a Christian, you are expected, expected, expected to work very, very hard. And sometimes it can get confusing and the lines can be blood when we talk about hard work and labor, right? We work very hard. We're very, very disciplined in our nature because God is extremely disciplined. He expects us to practice that discipline. There's so many chapters in the Bible that talks about laziness and how a lazy man would not eat and how, you know, the slothful would die and all of these things of poverty and all those things. So the Bible clearly states it that you have to accomplish whatever it is that you're going to accomplish on this earth by working really hard, by applying yourself, by applying your gifts and abilities. Even when we look at the parable of the talent where, you know, the master gave each servant a talent and went on a journey and came back. And the one that had only one talent was the one that did not do anything with it. He did not think to multiply and be fruitful in the one talent that he was given. The one that had three multiplied, the one that had five multiplied. And then the master was like, okay, you, this wicked person, I gave you just this one and you still couldn't do anything about it. So I'm going to take the one that you have and I'm going to give it to the person that knows how to use it. That's my own Nigerian translation. So don't worry, excuse my French. That's the way I translate it because yes, that's the way I feel like the master was trying to communicate to this person. So when we talk about building by faith or strategy, it does not mean that you're going to sit back, relax, and just kick your legs up and hope that things will fall from heaven. And just by praying and fasting alone, things are going to happen. As Christians, we need to switch our mindset. We actually need to be the most hardworking, most disciplined people in the marketplace. I feel like when you say you're an entrepreneur and you are a faith-based entrepreneur, you should operate with a high level of excellence because these are the things that are perpetrated in the Bible. You should have very great customer service. You should be very kind and cordial and loving to your customers. You should be, you should be willing to share your resources. You should be willing to share the knowledge base that you have with other people. You should not feel threatened and feel like you're in competition because as a Christian, you believe where your source so building by faith and strategy, they are not parallel to each other. Well, I can tell you that they're not far off from each other because oftentimes we like to separate one from the other. God is a very strategic God. I bet you guys were expecting this title to talk about something way different. Maybe me trying to separate um, the marketplace and conventional business to, to, to Christian business. No, I'm here today to give you guys a very clear understanding that God is very strategic in his planning. As Christians, we have to apply certain strategies that work within the marketplace in order to get the results that we're looking for. There is a place for prayer and there's a place for fasting. There's a place for believing and there's a place for trusting. But I promise you, if you are just doing the spiritual things and you are not applying certain things that allows you to function in the marketplace as a, as a business owner who has faith and who's a Christian or whatever faith you subscribe to, you are going to fail woefully. I am in the med spa industry. I am a woman of faith, but I operate in a world of vanity where there's high competition, where there's so many things that could go against my faith. But I still operate with a standard that guides me and it holds me accountable, not just to myself, but to everyone that I serve. And that is why 
I am able to easily just help the people that come to me with an objective perspective to say, look, here are the things I believe would help you get to your goals. But honestly, here are some of the things I feel like you might not want to subscribe to, even though those are things that could make me very profitable. But I have to be, I have to understand and remember that I am not operating by the standards of this world. I'm operating by a higher standard and I answer to a higher power. So I have to serve my clients with a type of integrity and the type of honesty that is required of me. Now, if you ask me, have I made mistakes? Have I done certain things in my business that when I look back, I'm like, oh, no, you should not have done that. Oh, no, that was not good enough. Yes, I have. I can be extremely vulnerable with you on this podcast. Yes, I definitely have. But do I know better every day to do better? Do I learn to do better every day? Yes, and that is where the grace of God comes in. And he teaches us. And that's why I felt the need to talk about this on my podcast. When we talk about faith-based building our businesses and we're looking, a lot of times I get discouraged in my business and I feel like certain things I'm doing, they're not working and I'm trying to find another way to make it work. I'm getting distracted or I'm getting just overwhelmed. And that is the time when I have to tap into something that is bigger than me, something that is stronger within me, that helps me to stay grounded, that helps me to stay hopeful, not to lose hope, not to lose courage, and not to start running around like a cat with my tail cut behind my cut between my legs and trying to look for the next best thing to believe and to build to stay consistent so here are five steps that i know that god actually helps us as children of god to be able to build our businesses successfully seed time and harvest time there's a time for you to build and plant the seed in your business. It's not the day that you open your business. There are certain businesses that have a business structure or that they have um, a system that allows you to be profitable in six months, to be profitable in 12 months, to be profitable in two months. But there's most businesses that are going to stand the test of time. They are built slowly by planting seeds every single day. Those seeds could look like anything. It could look like investment. It could look like putting structures and systems in place. It could look like taking a while for you to build your client base, for you to develop the know, like, and trust effect, for you to learn the, the strategies within the marketplace that are working in that moment, for you to be able to be flexible, to evolve with the changes that are happening, for you to be able to stay ahead of the trend. There is always sick time. And after seed time, that is when you also, you know, you're planting, you're planting, you're planting, and then you have to give it time to work. And that is where your faith is really going to have to kick in for you to allow the things that you're doing, the strategies that you're applying to manifest the results that they're supposed to do. You know, their philosophies, their principles, their strategies, everyone has its own place. But understanding which is which and being able to incorporate all of them into your business, into your lifestyle, allows you to have a more successful outcome. So when you are a faith-based um, business owner, you cannot separate yourself from the marketplace and say, well, as a Christian, this is the only thing that I know how to do. This is the only thing that we're supposed to do. And yeah, 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 yeah. No, we are supposed to be examples of success. We are supposed to be the ones that are in the forefront of showing the world how this thing is done. And the Bible says, by their fruits, you shall know them. 
You bear your fruits. And sometimes a lot of Christians get very discouraged because they're like, yes, the Bible says by their fruits, you shall know them. But as a Christian, I don't see my business bearing much fruit. I don't see my business bringing the results that other people's businesses are bringing. I see myself praying and doing all the things I'm supposed to do, but other people seem to be getting the results that I'm not getting. Is it really worth it for me to say I'm a Christian? Can I just figure out a way to cut corners and just do things and just be underhanded in some type of way so I can actually get those results like everyone else is getting? Look, if you're in that position, if you're in that thought process, if you're in that season, I hear you and I get it. I understand how you feel. I empathize with what you're going through because guess what? I have been through that place as well. But that is the time when you have to dig deep in your heels, continue to trust the God that you, that you know that you serve and figure out a solution that will eventually come to get you through the toughest times in your life. You know, when you're going through the tough times, when it seems like all hell is breaking loose on your business and you want to now, um, you want to now um, blame it on the fact that you are not doing certain things that other people are doing, or maybe, you know, like in this business, and I can only refer to the industry that I'm really familiar with. That's the industry that I play in. That so many people are getting on social media and they're taking off their clothes and they're doing this and they're doing that. You don't necessarily have to do that. There's several other strategies that can be applied that, you know, as a Christian that you can apply and the God factor would really shine through eventually. So, you know, one thing I can tell you, just stay encouraged. There's so many ways to skin a cat and that's the reality. So building by faith or strategy, even as a faith-based builder, you still have to apply strategy. There's a time for you to sow your seed and there's a time for you to wait for that seed to germinate. And there's a time for you to put the work in. You put the work in and you're working and you're working and you're working and you're working and you're working. And, you're working. and eventually the harvest will come. The harvest always comes. Seed time and harvest time will never cease. That is one thing the Bible says, that seed time and harvest time will continue to come through. It's a consistent cycle of life. So your business has its own cycle of life. So let the cycle run through. It might take a little bit longer than other people are taking, but don't give up. Follow and trust the process that God is taking you through. God is a God of strategy. He's a God of systems. He's a God of procedure. He's a God of having all of these things in place to ensure that you have a successful and a pleasant experience with your business. So do not um, subscribe to the school of thought that you're only going to lean in heavily on your faith and your spirituality, which a lot of fanatics do, and forget to put systems in place. God has systems. There's a hierarchy in heaven. There are angels. There are different types of angels, I believe. There's so many things. It says, you know, when you read the Bible, you see all of the things and the way heaven is kind of ordered and displayed. You'll be like, wow, it's like a really nice system that works. Everyone has their place. Everyone has their assignment. Everyone has their, their everything that they're supposed to be doing. God is not a God of um, scattered environment. He's a God of order. And you should also understand that as a woman or a man of faith, running your business, you should be a person of order. You should have certain disciplines in your life that guides you. You should be able to discipline yourself. 
So building by faith does not excuse you away from applying the philosophies and the principles of the marketplace. But one thing that will be the added value for you is the God factor in your business. The God difference, I tell you, will always shine through. Even when you go through the toughest times and people kind of look at you like, well, 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 and people say all kinds of things, you know, look, just hang in there. Stay true to who you are called to be in the marketplace. Another thing that I want to talk about is as a faith-based business, the God difference allows us to build our businesses, not just as a money-making or as a means to an end, but it is actually a ministry of service. You come from a place of service when you are serving as a faith-based business owner. You understand that your business is not just about you. It's not just about what you're doing and the service or the product that you're selling. It is really about a service to humanity, to the people that you are called to. And when you approach your business from a standpoint of, I am serving a higher purpose. I am serving humanity with this thing that I have in my hands. You will operate at at a level of excellence you will always want to deliver at a level of excellence understanding that this is an assignment for you it doesn't matter what industry you're in as a faith-based entrepreneur as a faith-based business owner we don't just bring in strategies and we don't just pull in um information here and just do things like everyone else we do it with the intent of knowing that we are on an assignment like as a med spa professor, as a beauty professional, as a body sculpting tech, I take it very seriously that I am ministering to all of the people that come in contact with my business. Have I had some moments when I slipped up and I acted out of character? Yes. Heck yeah. I'm human. And if anybody's going to tell you that they've never had a, a slip up moment or they've never had a moment when they fell shot, that's a lie. But at least we can own the truth and understand that from those errors and those mistakes, we have grown beyond that and we are rising above it and we are doing better. Every single day we're doing better. Every single day we're doing better. You know, there's a reason why somebody gave an analogy one day. There's a reason why the line stays long at Chick-fil-A and the line does not stay. You know, there's a reason why people would drive a, 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 a bit more of a distance to get to Chick-fil-A than they will to go to McDonald's. And I really would. Why do you think that there's a difference in the service that is provided to you at Chick-fil-A and the service that is provided to you at McDonald's? It's the God factor. It's the God difference. It's the level of excellence that everyone within that organization understands the assignment of the culture. The environment of faith breeds a culture of excellence. The environment of faith breeds a culture of kindness. The environment of faith builds, breeds a culture of, 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 of high service, high quality service. People of faith should be the ones offering the highest standards of delivery in the marketplace. So when you're building by faith, you are on an assignment, a higher source of assignment, not just any type of random thing. You didn't just fall into this fair of the marketplace and you're just doing things like everyone else. You are on an assignment, people. So for me, I just wanted to share this with you guys on this podcast. What do you guys think? building by faith or strategy. 
would you rather have the God difference or would you rather have the me difference? It's up to you. Whatever choice you make, the results will always tell. But I prefer to choose the God difference anyway. So that's my talk for you guys tonight, guys. I hope you find it very insightful. I hope there's some part of it that ministers to you and helps you. I hope there's some part of it that just meets a need that you have. And I hope there's some part of it that answers certain questions for you. So guys, don't forget to connect with me on social media, all my social media platforms. Um, Instagram everywhere, it's Dr. OJ Speaks. Of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. OJ Speaks TV. We have amazing content every week, dropping every Friday. And of course, our podcast over here on Wisdom, on Anchor, on Google and Apple and Spotify, whichever podcast you subscribe to, download our podcast, listen, like, share, and help us grow. And that's part of the ministry. So I added on podcasting to my business because I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so much more than just one person. I'm so much more than just doing one thing. And that's why I started podcasting. And it's been over a year now, and I absolutely love it. And I hope you guys have grown to love the content that I bring to you. If there's anything that you'd like for me to talk about, or if there's anything that resonates with you, connect me in the DMs. Get with me in the Let's chat in the DMs. Thank you guys so much once again for listening. This has been 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. See you next time.